This podcast is officially hashtag launch now. Um, if you listened to my little intro episode a few months ago or spread the word that I was starting this and then tune back in, thank you so much. Or if this episode is your first time hearing of my podcast or me at all, thanks for deciding to tune in. It's been a little while. Initially, I intended to officially launch in December. But then finals happen, and then after finals, I needed a break, and then... But look, we're here. We're gonna do this. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. So for this first official, actually, actual episode, I've decided to focus on the undergraduate years. Um, It feels like a good and natural place to start, as this is the place where I, and I'm assuming most other people, began to more seriously consider this whole becoming a psychologist and going to graduate school thing. And if you were like me, you were probably utterly confused about what to do, how to do it, where to do it, or even just how to get started. So as I said in my first little teaser intro episode, I was so confused as a baby undergrad and I just happened to stumble into a wonderful lab, a wonderful situation, and meet great great mentors. So I was lucky in that sense and this is me paying it forward. So um, this is the kind of broad structure I have for this episode. Um, First I'll talk about my undergraduate journey and you know what I did and in that I may also discuss a few or mention some things that I knew that other people did during their journey. And what you should also do, spoiler alert, it's research, a lot of research. And (laughs) considering that research is so important as an undergrad and trying to get into grad school, I will then talk about some of the ways you can look for and look for research and how to get involved with research. So during this I mean, conversation, though, it's just me talking at you. But during this conversation, um, I'll also touch on summers and what to do during them. Um, we'll see how it goes as we t- as I talk, if it's going to be its own distinct section or kind of woven throughout. But I am mentioning that I am going to touch on summers because I found that my summers looked a lot different than what my friend's summers looked like. And that caused some frustration on everyone's end. So that's a little intro roadmap thing. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. So as I've mentioned before, I graduated with my bachelor's in psychology from Columbia in May 2017, but uh, it took some time to get there and get set on the path that eventually led me to where I am now, which is a PhD psychology program. So this is my hopefully brief enough overview of my experience in undergrad. So um, when I entered Columbia, when I entered as a baby freshman, I thought I was going to be pre-med with a major in psychology because it seemed vaguely interesting to me. But the psychology thing was kind of a throwaway place filler thing because the main goal was to go to med school and after one emphasis on the one semester on the pre-med track I realized that that med school life was not for me at 
all. I was completely miserable. <laughs> so during my second semester, I dropped the pre-med thing and just took psych classes. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but I'm just like, I'm just going to do my major and I don't know what's happening. So then during the, um, it was during the spring of my sophomore year, I took a required research methods class for the psych major. And the funny thing about me taking that class, so hashtag late, was that I was dreading taking the class, which is why I put it off for as long as I could. But by the end of the class, I realized that I kind of enjoyed research a lot more than I thought I would. So that happened. And I was like, huh, research is maybe a thing that I could do. So the academic year was over by that point, And I just kind of went home, did nothing over the summer, came back home for the fall of my junior year. And that's when I decided to be like, okay, we're gonna do this research thing. So the reason why I <laughs> mention and put emphasis on the fact that I did nothing with my sophomore and freshman year and my summers is to let you know that it's okay. You do not need to have everything figured out the second you get into college. So like, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of during these summers, um, a lot of my friends were doing, you know, amazing summer internships. They were interning with congressmen or businesses like wherever in Wall Street or law firms or tech companies, etc, etc, etc. And I was just kind of bumming at home. And that did cause a bit of frustration between me and my parents, who strongly encouraged that I do the same, that I should apply to the same sort of internships that my friends were doing. But <sighs> they really encouraged that I do the same. But in my mind, I'm like, what good was interning at Goldman Sachs when I had no idea that I what I wanted to do, but I knew that one, it was not working in a big flashy company or some law firm, and two, that those opportunities would not provide me with the experience I needed for whatever it is I decided to do. So I just kind of go on that little tangent as like one of many plugs to tell you not to worry about your summers or worry that you're starting too late or compare yourself to others. It's okay. So hopping back into like my story which is probably going a bit longer than you wanted sorry so back to junior year so junior year is when i joined the laboratory of intergroup relations in the social mind or some for short which is run by dr valerie purdy greenaway at columbia and i stayed there until i graduated so it's a social psychology lab and at the time i didn't quite understand the differences between different areas of psychology and you know what? That is fine. At this stage in your academic slash research career, it's more about learning the basics of research, which are more or less the same across different areas. So the reason I personally was drawn to Lursum was because it was the first time that I felt like, or rather, it was the first time that I realized that things I had experienced and witnessed were actually worthy of academic study. I mean, before college, I thought all psychologists were clinicians, which it's not true. And until meeting Valerie, I didn't, I only thought that like, you know, old white men in their lab coats did psychological research. That's also not true. And I, and also until meeting her, I thought that topics surrounding race and gender had no place in research, which is definitely not true because that's all I'm trying to do in grad school. So I won't go into a 
detail about the exact products that I worked on, but I will say that I made myself available to the graduate students always. I was always peeping my head into office to ask what I could do and volunteering for whatever needed to be done. Um, that involved, I conducted a lot of literature reviews. And if you don't know, a literature review is pretty much when you look up like the psychological psychological research because I'm in psych but you look up the research in your field on a particular topic and see what's out there and from there that's where you're supposed to be like okay this is what people are saying right now and whatever idea I have how does my idea fit in how can I fit it in what can I base my assumptions off of more or less so um I did a lot of literature reviews lots of time looking at cell sheets entering data or doing quality control to make sure that the data was entered well. I reviewed some manuscripts for publication. Um, when I joined, there was a large field project going on at the time. So spent a lot of time like actually interacting with the participants and trying to recruit them and handing them the materials they needed, et cetera, et cetera. In addition to that end of the research process, I also had the opportunity to analyze with the help of grad students to analyze like you know some already collected data and present them at national conferences um I did two posters one I only got to present one because the other one I was in Paris but um one poster I presented it was at the Society for Social and Personality Psychology uh which is the biggest social psychology conference and I was a runner up for the student poster award, which I was ecstatic about because it was my first, like, you know, first author poster ever. But in true Nigerian fashion, when I excitedly called my parents from San Antonio and was like, hey, look, this whole thing I worked on for months, I was a runner up and I got $50. My dad immediately was like, okay, well, you got runner up. Why didn't you win? But that's okay because we love Nigerian parents and I'm sure my fellow children of African immigrants can relate to that struggle. But so the time I spent at Lursum was the entirety of my undergraduate research experience. And from there, that's where I got this full understanding and appreciation and fell in love with the whole research process. So I guess one thing I will say is that I didn't do an honors thesis during my time in undergrad because at least for Columbia, I'm not sure about other schools, um, it required me to be on campus for my final four semesters, which would have been my entire junior and senior year, but I wanted to study abroad in Paris, so that's what I did. And you know what? It's fine because now research is my life. I'm in grad school. I'm going to be doing research forever. And you know what? Paris is always the right choice, so... I won both ways. I got to experience Paris, I got to do research, and now I'm in grad school, so it's all cool. But um, outside of research, I babysat a lot, and I volunteered at the National Eating Disorders Association. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then also, before getting involved in research, I was a tutor in America Reads, so I spent time in Harlem. Um, I can talk more about, like, extracurriculars or other types of experiences on another episode or mini episode if people are interested so yeah that is a broad and I hope succinct overview of my undergraduate experience 
As I mentioned earlier, my entire undergrad research experience was focused in one lab, and that's not the case for everyone. I know some people that worked in one lab one year and then switched to another lab the next. Um, I had one friend that worked in two labs that were like related but not at the same time. And actually this kind of ties into summers. I know a lot of people that use summers as an opportunity to work as a research assistant in another lab. I never did that because I used the lab as an excuse to live in New York City during the summer. So although I didn't personally dabble around in a lot of different labs, I do think there's a benefit to doing so if you have the opportunity. Um, one, you get exposed to a variety of projects, a lot of different areas, ways of thinking about things. You get to experience different types of mentoring styles and you get to understand what type of style works best for you and why. So I don't, so even though I didn't take the opportunity to do work in many other labs in my undergrad, if you have the opportunity, go right ahead. Or if not, it's fine. Cause you know, ultimately it's about what works best for you. If you stick in one lab, that's cool. If you jump between labs, that's also cool. If you work in your main lab over the summer and then instead of going home, that's also cool. Or even if you don't use summers and you just do research during the academic year, that's also fine. Ultimately, no matter how many research experiences you have or places you go or whether you did the summer or over winter break, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the main thing you should take away is ultimately, you should, you should graduate to your undergraduate institution with a fuller understanding and appreciation of the research process. And when I say that is like, you should like understand how research project starts as just an idea. And then how you get from an idea to looking at prior research to see what's been done. And then how from that step, how do you form like a concrete research question to, okay, I have the research question. Now, how do I plan out the experiment? And the logistics for actually running an experiment, that's a lot of work. And then once that's done, how do you interpret the results? And then how do you then proceed to share your findings, whether it be at a conference or writing it up for a manuscript? So... If you leave your career, undergraduate career with this understanding, in my eyes, you've accomplished all you've needed to do as an undergrad. And obviously, as an undergrad, <laughs> your role in these in all the steps in the process is going to be much smaller. But it's okay. It's just understanding and knowing so that way you have a sense of what you're getting into. So, we have spent all this time talking about my research experience and highlighting how important research is and how it's key, especially if you want to go to grad school. And I guess I should say a PhD. The requirements might be different if you want to do a PsyD or an MSW, but that's why later on I will ask some of my friends in other areas to come on so they can let us know. But point is, we're talking about PhDs. So research is key. So right now you're wondering, Okay, cool, Vanessa, you've talked so much about how important research is, but how do I actually get involved with it? It's a great question. So I guess first I'll start with my experience. So the way I got involved with Lursum and research is because Columbia, they have this lab preview day that's at the beginning of the semester. And the lab preview is this event where people from all the different psychology labs 
talk about their lab and the type of research they do and the projects they have going on. And it's pretty much just an easy way to learn about what's going on in your department. You can make note of what interest of like um, of the people that come up of what they said interest you. And you can easily get contact info of who you need to send your application information to. However, if your school doesn't have like a nice easy event that lays it all out for you like that, there is still hope. Okay, so these are some other routes. First, you have your psychology teachers. You know, the ones teaching your social psych, your cog psych, cultural psych class, etc. There's a good chance that they have a lab on campus. So you can always drop by in office hours and ask them about the research they're doing. I mean, as an undergrad, I didn't go to office hours. As a current TA who holds office hours, no one comes to my office hours. So that is a perfect time to have the full undivided attention of your teacher or your TA and just ask about research, what's going on. Just ask them. Another option is to go to your department website. They should have a tab that's dedicated to like research slash labs on campus, or either just the faculty's page will link to their lab website. Um, and honestly, that's just a good way to get a full picture of their research, see if they're currently accepting students, and you know, what materials to send in to apply. So... I know I'm saying both of those things of, oh, just ask your teachers and just check out the school website. I know I'm speaking from a place of having gone to an undergrad at an R01 institution that is really, really, really big on research. So that's the perspective I'm coming from. I would think there w- it would be a similar process for like, you know, a small liberal arts college, although there might be fewer labs on campus. I have um, one friend who did her undergrad at a small liberal arts college and she was able to get involved with research and I know she said she actually really preferred not preferred I can't put words into her mouth but it was a very good experience because the college didn't have grad students the undergrads actually got to do a lot more she was doing a lot more as an undergrad than I was doing as an undergrad because of that so there's still options even if you aren't at a big R01. Anyway, that's why I'm hoping to have other people come on the podcast later on as I figure this out and talk about their experience and paths. But, okay, going forward. So, there's still limited options for research on your campus. That's okay. As I touched on earlier, summers are an opportunity to get involved with research at other institutions, so that would be a perfect in if your school doesn't have that much research or not research that you're interested in, summers are the perfect opportunity to try out research somewhere else. So the way that you'd go about finding those research opportunities is the same way you'd find it even if you were at an R01 is websites. So just Google, go to the school's website and be like, yo, what's happening here? However, I will say that the one caveat of this and trying to do research during the summer in general is that the majority of undergraduate research opportunities are unpaid which you know during the school year might be a minor problem but that could be a major problem during the summer when you then have to live in a city and pay rent so there are some programs that facilitate the opportunities for summer research and provide funding, such as the Summer Undergraduate Research Fellowship, or SURF for short, SURF. <laughs> such as the Summer Undergraduate Research Fellowship, or SURF for short. 
Um, Pathways to Science is another very helpful resource resource that lists um, hundreds of summer research opportunities. Both of these are options for STEM as a whole, but you can find stuff for psychology as well in there. So um, I will put the link for both of those in the description box or something or somewhere, some, I'll figure it out. But I'll put the link for those in the description box. And then um, if people are interested, maybe a future episode could be dedicated to just, you know, talking at length to these types of programs. So in the interest of time and not wanting to bombard you all with too much information at once, I think this is a good place to end our first episode. Um, so to sum up, I talked about my own undergraduate experience and hope that gave some insights as to like how this works. I gave some tips on where to look to get involved with research. And I hopefully lessened some anxiety surrounding summers or feeling like you don't have it all figured out the second you walk in on campus. And the main thing I hope you take away from this episode is one, it's okay if you didn't get involved with research the second you stepped foot on campus. You aren't behind at all. It's not all lost. It's not too late. I did not get involved until my junior year. It's all good. Um, another thing is that summer internships aren't as necessary or important as they might be for other fields. However, if you do have limited research opportunities on your campus, it's an invaluable time to gain some research experience somewhere else. And um, you don't have to do a senior project or a thesis to get into grad school. I chose Paris over an honors thesis and it's all good. I'm in grad school. Some ways to get involved with research are being on the lookout for opportunities your school has to get undergraduates involved, such as if they have a live preview day or an event or an open house like that. Um, Talk to your professors or TAs during their office hours and see what their labs are doing or if they can point you in the right direction. And also search department websites. Um, Additionally, there are some national programs that help students, especially underrepresented students, get involved with research and Google will be your best friend for those. And probably in another episode, I can go into those more in depth. So I was intending to go more in depth into summer possibilities and surf and other programs, but I do think that'll be better suited for a future episode so this episode doesn't get too long and bogged down. And then you guys also have to come back. So it's all great. So again, this is the end. Thank you guys for listening. And if there's anything that you would find helpful, please let me know. I'm currently starting with the undergrad year just because I think that is, in my mind, the most reasonable place to start. But I'm intending to cover anything and everything from until then until where I'm currently am in grad school. So yeah, uh, see you guys next time. Thanks, bye.